I finally found a place to record this episode. I'm in the park. I didn't want to go here initially because, you know, other people exist in this world. And who doesn't have a fear of judgment? I know I do. (laughs) But I slowly overcome that fear just by doing the things that make me afraid to be judged. And slowly but surely I overcome that fear. And honestly, as I was walking to this spot here in the grass, I saw this lady fishing. And I was like, this lady loves fishing. She likes fishing, right? She has a passion. She pursues that passion. She does that passion in public. No one is over here being like, oh my god, they're fishing. So weird. I mean, unless you're sexist, then yeah. And I was like, well, if someone saw me with a camera and this microphone doing my thing, they'll be like, what the fuck are they doing, right? But then it's like, honestly, I don't care. I just don't care. I feel like the more you do things that you like... Okay, I can't with this hat. But the hair's looking gnarly today, so I don't know if I want to do that. The more you do things that you love out of your comfort zone, even with people around to freely judge you, the less you become afraid of that judgment. Now that I've taken off this hat, it's kind of like opened up my peripheral vision. And I feel like now I feel even more exposed, whereas before I had my hat on and I was just like closed in. Oh my god, these birds are so loud. But anyway, I hope you guys like this change of scenery for today's episode of... That was a shitty drum roll. Gaining clarity. Today, I don't have like a specific topic I want to talk about. I just kind of want to talk about my feelings. Because the only time I ever talk about my feelings is in front of a camera. Or in this case, with a microphone. I had another incident at work today where I cried. But thankfully there was no one in the building. So it didn't really matter. Because... I could look all red-faced and puffy-eyed and watery-eyed and cry all I want because no one was around to see it. But it was still kind of shitty. I don't know, I've just been feeling really intense emotions recently. And I do know why. And I actually had a dream the other night that was kind of indicative, indicative, whatever the word is, of why I'm feeling the way I am. And honestly... I already knew what the dream I had just kind of like solidified it. Anyway, the dream was that I was late to work, etc, etc. I was late to work, right? And I looked up the meaning and the first thing I looked up was, because I love looking up the meanings of dreams because I think they're very like, they're tied in with your subconscious. Your dreams are you, they're your thoughts, extended thoughts. I've had dreams about being late to places before and I think this whole thing of being late to work was just because I had work the next morning so then sometimes that happens like I don't want to be late for that event. I've had dreams where I'm late to school blah 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 and I notice I say blah 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 a lot like when I rewatch my podcasts I say blah 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 a lot like but what is that supposed to be filling in the blanks of anyway um And so then I just refined my search to what does it mean to dream about being late. And that basically said, actually, let me pull it up. Dreams about being late can indicate that the dreamer is suffering under a weight of expectation that they feel they're unable to live up to. Whether in employment, from ourselves, or in relationships, the lateness represents an inability to reach the level expected of you. So basically, I was like, yeah. 
I just feel like I've had a lot on my plate recently and it's been like the last month that I've just had like stuff almost every single day and I've really like filled up my schedule and a part of me kind of loves that because if I don't do anything I don't feel productive or I feel like you know I didn't do anything with my day and I feel kind of shitty but then at the same time when I do fill up my schedule I also feel shitty because then I get stressed and overwhelmed and it's like I need a moment to myself but you know I do have moments to myself like this but I feel like I want to do so many things and be so many people that my mind is just like in so many places at once that I just need to focus on where I am which I do sometimes I'm just like okay like whatever like this is just a phase it'll pass like nothing is forever literally nothing is forever not pain not a situation etc etc I can't think of any other examples right now in times where I feel a little bit overwhelmed I kind of just brush it off and tell myself like oh it's okay it'll pass you'll get through this because I know I will and I'm not someone who kind of like complains or pities myself I kind of just get through it I do the work and then I just get through it I'm really good at that just like pushing through but I think the part where I kind of mess up is I neglect my feelings in in the midst of it I'll be feeling stressed overwhelmed and then alchemizing it and transmuting it into all the wrong places like today I just I felt this last week to be honest I've been feeling super angry and like just in like the world is out to get me and I've just been super negative which is not me I'm a super optimistic person but I'm just like my road rage has been off the charts like whenever someone like has an issue like in my head I'll I'll tell them off or like I just have a response for everything I think every everybody is wrong and just all this all this negativity inside me and I don't like it I think it's just because I've been doing so much that I haven't had a chance to to release and so it's all bottling up at once and then it just oh do you know what I mean and this is everything that I always preach to other people that they should be weary of and just like hey stay mindful of your emotions and like make sure you're always like um what's it called doing something about them like trying to transmute or you know if you feel some type of way just stop and realize where you are return to presence and just remember it'll pass or if you can't do that just find some way to boy on a bike or if doing that thing where you just close your eyes and take a deep breath you know what fuck that let's do that right now all right you have no excuse you're listening to this you might as well close your eyes take a deep breath in for three counts hold 
and exhale. I tried to exhale into this. What is this called again? Oh my god. This thing. This weed. Is there a weed in my good Christian neighborhood? Someone called the police. 420, what's your emergency? Oh, there we go. Yay, now I'm gonna plant other weeds. <sighs> Hope that helped. Just taking a moment to close your eyes. I feel like, for me, closing my eyes helps with a lot of stuff, whether it's eating and enjoying a meal or taking deep breaths because you're taking away one, one sense, your sight. And when you stop focusing on visual, you have less to think about. Your mind is a little more free to just focus on your breath or on the meal that you're eating. I just think of those two examples because that's the most often that I do that. Those are the two situations that I do that for. Alchemizing your feelings, emotions, pain, whatever into movement. Whether it's dancing, which is my favorite form of release. Punching a pillow. Screaming. Crying. Yelling. Not at someone though, just to yourself. Um, I think the biggest mistake a lot of us make is letting out our own pain, our own demons, our own feelings, emotions, whatever we're going through on other people when they don't deserve it. You never know what someone else is going through and as a result it has kind of like a ripple effect, you know, maybe you just made their day a bad one. You just created something in them that's going to make them lash out on someone else and then the next person and the next person. So that's why I always try to take care of my shit on my own because, or not on my own, you don't have to take care of your shit on your own. Just take care of your shit, period, because we can't have that. If we want to achieve a world of peace and love, like all these motherfuckers say, the key is to take care of your emotions. Take care of your fucking feelings. Alright? Before you do some impulsive, stupid stuff. Before you say something you don't mean to someone. Before you do something you'll regret later. Take care of your emotions. And if that means you need a hermit for a little while, so be it. I've been in hermit mode recently. For the last like 10 days partially because i am dealing with my emotions and stuff and i don't want to lash out on people that i care about and love and i don't want to say something that'll hurt them because i could <laughs> i have so much shit to deal with right now let me talk about it because i feel like i'm just circling around it but i'm ready to get motherfucking vulnerable because i don't ever do that you know my parents never opened up to me about their own emotions, their feelings. I mean, they never had a chance to, but even when they did, they just would say it's nothing. So as a result, it never really taught me how to deal with my emotions and feelings and kind of just taught me to like push them aside and like it didn't matter. And I never learned how to deal with it or cope with it. And I would say video has always just kind of been a way for me to express the things I'm feeling because I don't know how else to. I have such trouble like telling people how i feel and being vulnerable with people because i feel like i'm gonna get shut down whenever now as i'm trying to heal my inner child and heal this relationship with my parents they still do it and 
hopefully they're learning but I remind them as much as I need to like hey if I'm telling you about my feelings like you don't have to understand it just be there for me and acknowledge my feelings and just acknowledge that I'm feeling this way don't push it aside like it's not happening don't act like it's not a big deal because it might not be a big deal for you but it's a big deal for me obviously because it's making me feel some type of way and that's my biggest thing and that happened today again my father he's not one to express emotions my mother sure she can but my my dad the most first of all he's a scorpio all right that's one thing right off the bat another thing he's slovakian so is my mother but slovakians were never like he grew up with kind of not strict parents but the family thing wasn't as supportive as my parents are now even though it might not seem that way they were even less supportive of emotional release and comfort and stuff like that and i feel for them yeah but it's like it doesn't mean that they can't learn now and i'm trying to teach them that and it's really hard and it, it sucks and it hurts because every time i try to express myself i feel like i'm just shut down i feel like they don't want to listen to me i feel like they don't want to hear what i have to say i feel like they don't actually care about what i have to say they only care about me when i'm happy I want to have something good to offer. You know that saying that's like, if you don't love me at my worst, then you can't have me at my best? That's literally how I feel with my parents. Like, they don't accept me at my worst. They just see some, like, I feel like they just see some, like, someone who's, like, not in their right mind or, like, they don't know how to deal with me. And so they just kind of, like, let me blow off my steam. But it's like, I want them to see that part of me, you know? I don't want them to just like act like it's not there. I want them to acknowledge that I'm feeling the way that I am feeling. I want them to love- oh my god. Of course it cuts off at the part where I'm getting fucking vulnerable. I'm gonna do a quick- quick segment right here without the camera because I'm not gonna get up to- to fix it. I don't want them to just love me when I'm at my happiest. And it just sucks because it feels like whenever I open up or be vulnerable to them, it's like, I feel shame. I feel shame whenever I open up to them. I feel guilty. I feel weird. I feel crazy. I feel like they look at me differently. I feel like they won't see me the same. And there's just so much fear about opening up to them because... It's something that I've never really done, and when I have done it, I've been shut down. And they haven't been the most welcoming or safe space in that. It fucking sucks. Because there's so many times where I just want to tell everyone my problem. Not my problems, but like how I'm feeling. I want to express, I want to be vulnerable to people. Like I really do, and I feel like I can be, but it's so hard for me to do that without feeling like people don't want to hear it. And, like, not everyone does want to hear it, and that's fine, and I respect that, but I want to get over my self-limit of thinking no one wants to hear it, of thinking that no one, that people will see me differently if I open up to them. I used to think that I was good at vulnerability, but maybe I am on camera, but not in person. Hello. Alright, so, it's Future Editing Clara here, and I just wanted to pop in a little disclaimer in the middle of this episode just to let you know that mercury and retrograde started yesterday so of course i'm having some technological issues um apparently 
the second half of this episode on my mic didn't save the audio file only had like the first half i don't know how it just doesn't exist so this next half of the episode is gonna be with the camera's audio um it should be fine it's only 10 more minutes so you can do it the only reason i didn't cut it off here is because there's some good stuff within these next 10 minutes so i wanted to keep it in the episode even if the audio was kind of shitty but yeah that's my disclaimer enjoy you know for me it's really hard like i would love to cry more often i would love to be a crier but i feel like so often i'm just emotionless like I'm, i kind of just like feel some type of way for a minute and then the next second i'm fine i'm totally fine and then when i do feel something I, I already said this in like the last episode or whatever but when i do feel something it's like fiery passionate it's a strong feeling but then it goes away and i like nothing happens sometimes i feel like i just want to hold on to that feeling for a little bit longer so then the person who wronged me or even if it's just myself that i could like hold on to that feeling and and recognize how it made me feel and like sort of analyze it and go more deep but the thing is i forget about why i'm mad two seconds later i want to remember bitch i want to dig into those demons but i literally like forget two seconds later like a fucking goldfish whatever here i am now expressing my feelings <sighs> so let's get vulnerable shall we ne better late than never so i have two jobs I remember I made a YouTube video called The Ebb and Flow of Life about a month or two ago, basically talking about how I'm gonna be taking my life in a different direction, and I did. I got a job. I got two jobs. Well, one of those jobs I already had, but I just got extra days. And then the other job was new. My concierge job. I've had that for four years. It's been on and off, sure. And I have the luxury of doing that because my boss is literally my dad. I'm grateful. Um, and then my other job at Roots. I love it. It doesn't even feel like a job, man. Every time I go in there, it's like fun time while also getting paid and doing a little bit of work. But you know, we all got to do some work in life. And I don't mean just labor. I mean just work. Inner work. Labor work. Work. We gotta do the work. And so, I'm working five, six days a week. A lot of people do. But, if I had the choice, I wouldn't. And I know what you're probably thinking. I wouldn't do that either if I had the choice. But like, I'm the type of person that if I'm not vibing with something, I don't force myself to do something that I don't like for any longer than I need to. So this is extremely weird for me, especially since two months ago, I was going from having six days out of the week free, doing whatever I wanted, going wherever I wanted, at my own will, to now working six days a week. It's like a shock to my system. Like, I feel overwhelmed. I feel stressed. I feel like I don't have the time to do everything I want to do. And when I do have the time, I'm just too tired to do it. And like, I'm not complaining over here. Don't get me wrong. Don't mistake this, this vulnerability for complaining or anything. I'm just... I'm venting, I'm expressing, I'm okay with it. I'm seriously okay with it because my concierge job is easy as fuck. I just sit at a desk and all I have to sacrifice is waking up early. What the fuck are you looking at, bro? 
if someone stares at me i just stare right back at them and then they usually look away but all i have to sacrifice is sleep which not my favorite but it's forcing me to go to sleep earlier so it just feels like every day i wake up it's groundhog day i wake up and it's the same fucking shit every single day and i hate that i hate it so much i wake up brush my teeth go to work wake up come home feel tired sit on the couch watch tv eat dinner go to sleep because i have to go to sleep at fucking 7 30 p.m because by the time i fall asleep it's 8 30 and i wake up at 4 30 so i need to go to sleep at 8 30 to get eight hours of sleep because i already tried sleeping for five six seven hours and i don't like it i feel like shit that's actually when all this started 10 days 10, 10 days ago i decided to say fuck it i'm just not gonna get eight hours of sleep because who in their right mind can fall asleep at 8 30 p.m obviously you can if you train yourself but i wasn't trained at that moment so i was like all right let me go to sleep at like 10 30. but 10 30 to 4 30 quick math that's six hours by the time i fell asleep it was 11. so i got roughly between five and six hours and that's when my grumpy mood started good sleep is underrated but what was i talking about so i have those two jobs thursday friday saturday i work in my other job and it's, a, it's the, the afternoon shift so from one to six sometimes i get home at seven sometimes i get home at 8 30. depends sundays i go back to my concierge job the one day i have off is a monday which is great i have a day off and that's because roots is closed on monday so it's not like i can work there anyway as for my concierge job i'm not going to give myself seven days to work a week or else i would literally just i would just go ahead and jump off a building it might not seem like that much you know, it's just like, just go to work. Plus, you like your job, so what's the big deal? Well, I'll tell you what the big deal is. I have no time to myself. I was constantly alone and complaining about how I was constantly alone. And now I'm constantly with people. And now I'm complaining about how I'm constantly with people. I'm a person of balance. I value my time with people as much as I do value my alone time. I need to recharge alone. And every time I come home, I'm with my parents. The only time I do get to be alone are the mornings, or probably like two mornings out of the week, maybe three. Mondays are when I can be completely alone for like most of the day until they come home from work. Bro, I really just want to live by myself. I want to move out home. But it's like I have no money yet. I do have money, but not enough to move out. And if I did move out, I'd want to move out by myself which is unrealistic because that's more expensive like sure the idea of having a roommate is cool and all but that's just the me thing like i just i need to be alone and now the thing that's stressing me out the most is that my house is going to be worked on my parents decided you know our lives aren't interesting enough let's change up the house I feel like I was never included in the discussion of whether or not this should happen. I mean, it's going to be six plus months of our lives. And, you know, nothing is forever. It's temporary, whatever. It's still like, I feel like I should have been included in the conversation, you know? Like, hey, is it okay if we do this? Yeah, it's fine. But no, I had no say in the matter. Like, it's just like, all right, that was going to be worked on and the only place you can stay is your room and the kitchen really won't be functional and the house is going to be completely empty like what do i get out of this 
literally what do i get out of this they're talking me to to me about these plans and stuff and all i feel is like this like sort of rage inside of me like you didn't even include me in this like i literally could care less about your fucking house like literally just leave me out of it they're not even fixing my room or anything so i get nothing out of it seriously not that i need to get anything out of out of it but it's like they're excited about it and i'm just here like i feel like always like neglected like i've always been neglected out of their decisions and i don't expect them to understand which is why i don't tell them how i fucking feel because then they're just gonna shut me down and make it without themselves but this is how i feel this is how i feel i feel like i'm just neglected i was neglected through my childhood it's not their fault that they had to work hard because they're immigrants and you know that whole shit where they had to work hard and stuff but it fucking sucks and they have a chance to correct it now or work on it whatever and now they just make a decision that doesn't even involve me and i hate it because they're all excited about this but i feel like i don't have a chance to be excited about it because i don't fucking care i don't care about a house i really don't care about a house i care about a home home is where you make it it doesn't have to be bougie as fuck so the reason why i bring that up is because there's gonna be people at our house like all the time now which means I won't be alone at all. And my one, they're gonna be there from Monday to Friday, nine to five. So my one day off Monday, they're gonna be there. They're not gonna be there Saturdays and Sundays, but it doesn't matter, because I'm working on Saturdays and Sundays anyway. So it's like, I just don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. And again, I'm not complaining. I just, I'm trying to get these feelings that I've been feeling out. Like these feelings are valid as fuck. These feelings are valid. I'm so quick to invalidate my own feelings in my head. I also have other thoughts on the matter, obviously, which includes stuff like, oh, this is good for getting out of my comfort zone, like to push me to do more stuff out of my comfort zone, to go out and explore and venture stuff you've always wanted to do. But it's like the one fucking day I have to be at home alone, to recharge, to reset from six days of working and being around other people, being in the city, which is a high stimulating environment, which could be a lot for me sometimes. The one time I have to be alone, like I don't have. I just feel like I don't have a safe space. Like I won't have a safe space. Honestly, a lot of my feelings are rooted in fear of the future because I don't even know how it's gonna be yet. I don't. It could be totally not that bad. These are all the reasons why I've been feeling the way I am recently. I don't feel comfortable releasing with people in the house. Like, I need to release alone. And I feel like that's a normal thing to feel. Like, I need to release in my own space, in my safe space. And when my parents are home, I don't feel like I'm in a safe space, to be completely honest, because my feelings feel completely invalidated when they're around. So, that's why I like being alone a lot, because it's safe for me. So, the next few, the next few months are going to be not in my safe space. It's going to be pushing me. It's going to be hard. I'll get through it. Like, I always get through everything. It's only temporary. It's fine. It's whatever. I even considered, like, looking at Airbnbs to stay at a place. Like, instead of paying rent, like, just doing month-to-month -month Airbnbs, but the areas i was looking for because you know i still want to be close to my jobs expensive as fuck two thousand dollars plus a month which i get it's like rent but it's like more than rent why two 
$2,000. Girl, bye. I seriously want to move out. I need my own space to function as a regular human, or else I'll be Miss Grouchy Pants for the rest of my life. It's gonna be a hard next few months. I hope you guys enjoyed this little take on vulnerability and feelings and hearing out my feelings recently because you totally didn't have to listen to this, but I'm I'm happy I got to share. I'm happy that I, I let it out, sort of, because I really haven't, I don't really tell talk to anyone about this kind of stuff. So, I'm gonna go home now. I'm gonna ask my dad to apologize. I told him how I wanted him to handle me when I'm expressing him my feelings. How I wanted him to react slash act when I'm expressing my feelings to him. Less than a week ago, and he already forgot. Thank you for listening to me. And thank you for whoever's listening. Even if no one's listening. I just wanna say thank you to myself. All right, kisses on the lips love you. I hope that you do something vulnerable soon. Step out of your comfort zone. Do that fucking shadow work. This was kind of like shadow work, not gonna lie. I uncovered some demons in this episode. Damn. And you got to see it firsthand. Bye.